0: Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record.
1: Everybody, welcome back to Elder Scrolls Off the Record for episode number sixty-eight. We are uh, a week behind. Uh, we had a, a bit of some issues last week. We apologize for missing an episode. We don't like it, but sometimes it is necessary on a very, very rare occasion. I think that's maybe two or three episodes we've actually missed in this history of the show. Uh, I am Joe the Widget Wilson, your lead host, and I am joined by the Kickin' Kibbler Eve Arwin.
0: <laughs> Hi, Joe. I'm the Kickin' kibbler, Eve Arwin. <laughs>
1: Hey buddy, and we are joined, but as always, uh, Luke couldn't make it. Unfortunately, yeah. he is not here today, um, so we're gonna have to truck on without him. But we'll miss him, and we'll see him hopefully next week. We are joined, as always, by the klutzy knucklehead David Deanforce Adams. Oh, Silent K. Silent K.
2: That's exceptional. Yeah. <laughs> I I congratulate you, sir.
1: That was uh, that was almost wow. as good as as a parry. Yeah, almost. All right, and we are joined as always by the knowingly knowledgeable Shank the Tank. Oh, it's a couple of silent K's on that one. I did it, you guys. You're totally it. kingly. I want to call him a gnome, but I thought I'd just be going too far.
3: <laughs> I thought you were going to call me a Keebler Elf on the count of I'm really small and short. Are you really that tiny? Dude, yeah, I'm only
0: 5'6. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, Maluka was oh, no. okay, Maybe uh, I should have him you. a gnome. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right else. guys, we are back
1: for another week of eldest Scrolls off the record and to kick us off, let's get into our sponsors.
0: Sure, yeah, this show is sponsored in part by Guild Launch. GuildLaunch.com, only site that'll bring you specially designed themes for that MMO you play. If you're looking to get into some awesome new web space, all right? 2 250,000 guilds and clans and teams and communities won't steer you wrong. They've chosen Guild Launch. Get your free site at Guild Launch. Got some awesome, awesome features over there, such as DKP tools for raiders and even a mobile optimized site ability for that as well. That's what you get for free. Choose from one of their three subscription plans starting at $7 a month. You'll find features like your own domain, Google Analytics, storage, advertising, attendance reports, and so much more over at guildlaunch.com. Also, Tweaked Audio. TweakedAudio.com for quality earbuds, free worldwide shipping, unbeatable customer service, and a lifetime warranty. Drop our code off the record. You'll get 30% off your order, all at TweakedAudio.com. And this episode was made awesome by fans such as Stuart H.
1: Thank you.
0: But first, we have something quick to mention. We do. Speaking of awesome, speaking of awesome. So check this out, right? Two new Elder Scrolls lithographs are available on bethsoft.com. The Alduin's Wall lithograph sells for $25 and is in unlimited qu- unlimited quantity and the Gates of Oblivion lithograph sells for $40 and it's limited to only 300 prints, so act fast. Each item's going to ship after June 10th.
1: That is awesome.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah.
3: Shank, you're going to want that Oblivion one, dude. It is beast. I saw that, and I'm not even kidding. I was so ridiculously tempted to get it. Like, unbelievably ridiculous. There's only 300 ever. It was totally
1: ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Why you didn't buy it then and there is is beyond me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, to get past that point, (laughs) we're going to move on to a new... (laughs) Ask us anything. It's gathering exploration. Um, or should we discuss the video first? Hmm Choices. I don't know, man. You're the captain. Uh, let's go ahead and do this. We'll do okay. um, the Ask Us Anything. We're going go to go into this, and we'll go to the video right after to kind of give a full impression of everything going on here. All right, we're going to do it as usual, Mystery of Arwen.
0: Yeah, sounds good to me.
1: All right, guys. Brace yourselves. Here we go. In the new video, you mentioned that different baits will let you catch different fishes. Maybe I should actually play the video first. Okay, we're doing that instead.
4: (laughs) (laughs) The video first.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we're going video first. My bad. All right, guys. Mm -hmm.
5: When you dive into Elder Scrolls Online, one of the first things you're going to notice is that there's a lot of interactivity in the world. There's barrels around. There's crates around. And you're like, what's going on here? So you, you start to click on them, and you say, oh, there's, there's items in them. There's, there's fruits. There's vegetables. There's grains. But it's not just useless stuff. Right now, you can take any one of these items that you find, and it's going to be part of a recipe. It's going to be part of our crafting system. Yes, you'll go out into the world. You'll explore. You'll find plants and many other things you can expect. But it all starts right in town, and it starts right up as you get into the game of, wow, I can create something, I can craft something almost immediately in starting the experience. There's more than just crafting resources in the world. For instance, there's books that you find for the Mages Guild. And there's also fishing. You can compete with your friends to catch the biggest fish, and then depending on the bait you use, you'll catch different fish. There's also Moondistones, and Moondistones kind of give you special powers. There's Sky Shards, and you use Sky Shards to increase your skills. And throughout the world, there's chests hidden in secret places. And these chests have locks on them that when you increase your skill with lockpicking, you're able to get better and better gear. And all of these are just a sample of the reasons you'll want to explore the world of Tamriel.
1: Alright, I want to remind everybody that um, the version that we played at PAX East and the one in October did not have crafting, but it did have lockpicking the chest, which is a hard lock picking, and we did get to play around with um, brain farts, which is what I just had. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Sky shards. Yeah. Do they have fishing? No. Did okay. not have fishing yet, <clears throat> but it looks like uh, they got it in game, and that's you know I gotta say mention really one thing really quick guys, the uh, NPC they have or the guy they have showing they're doing the cooking. Yeah. You know, the expression he made reminded me of Sims. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Nom, 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 All right. Let's get into some impressions of the video. And um, I'm kind of curious about Mr. Shank the Tank. Unmuting your microphone is a very good thing to do when you're hey, broadcasting.
3: Hey, there we go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, one quick point. And really, this is the main point I wish to make. This video... More than any other video they have released to date. And the videos that they've released in the past have been um, you know, detailed. And they've, de- they've definitely grasped my attention. And they're, they're awesome videos. But th- specifically this video. I think I've watched this video more than any of the other ones except for the trailer. The CGI trailer. This video to me has pretty much convinced me that I will have absolutely no problem jumping into this game. And just picking up and playing because you all know my play style of just walking around aimlessly what they just talked about in here guys fishing you will not see me do a quest for like years in the real world if I just get stuck fishing like that's awesome I'm this makes me so happy I'm, I'm smiling right now
1: yay it's a big grin
2: <laughs> and Dave you know I've always been a, a very loud fan of the little carrot-on-a-stick things. And this is one of those little carrot-on-a-stick things, especially fishing. I love fishing in video games. That's one of my favorite things to do. And that they brought it in here, it, it, it scares me to think how much time I'm going to put toward that.
1: Well, we know that there is, what, there's uh, Weaponsmith, Armorsmith, Enchanting, Alchemist, and then The Cook. What do they call that? Provisioner. Provisioner. So I'm assuming that fishing would have a very big part of the provisioner side of things.
2: Oh my god, I may have to do that.
0: Not to mention that, uh, as per Paul Sage, you can compare sizes
1: with your friends.
0: <laughs> Awkward. EP for well, the win. Fishing. He was talking about f-
4: fishing.
0: <laughs> right.
1: I didn't say it. Paul Sage said
3: it. <laughs> okay. <Right. laughs> yeah.
1: <clears throat> I, I love the video, and it actually it it showed off
3: some really pretty graphics in the game. Oh, thank you for it. I did not want to say it for being redundant, but yes, you're right. <laughs> uh, the game, from what I remember
1: playing, the game really is that beautiful, and that was like early versions that I've played. I can't wait to see it on release. Ooh. Yeah. Giddy. Uh, Ivar, Dude, learned, your impressions. Oh, oh sorry. Two
0: things, two things I loved about this. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Number one, really cool that I can find my my starter materials for crafting all around town. And also I really enjoyed the uh the how animated the expression was on that guy's face when he was cooking.
1: <laughs> I loved
4: it.
0: Eve Arwen? Yeah. So that's that's what I loved, where were those two things. Um Yeah. It was it was cool.
1: So do you guys think they like over cartoonized the uh expressions when they were doing the crafting? No, I don't think so at all. I, I think that it's
0: I think it's um a welcome change, you know. A lot of times in MMOs, I mean, you know, Joe, you know, when you play Warcraft, when you do any kind of crafting, craft, you know, what does your guy together? do? He sort of like hunkers down and, like, you know, Moves plays his with his hands a little yeah. bit in front of him. You I don't know? even want to know what
1: he's really doing.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's just like sort of just like crunching something in his hands, and <clears throat> they sort of do that for all professions. It, it looks like with this game, um, the the animations are are going to be, you know, lively and and not not necessarily 100% static. Mm-hmm. Or well, boring, I should say, because they, they will be static. But Getting to that uh, point of the extremes.
1: Yeah, exactly. Getting to the point of like the extremes of the casting s- crafting systems that we know of, where you take something like World of Warcraft, which is arguably one of the most boring crafting systems in existence, and then you take something like um, Found in EverQuest 2, which is extremely detailed, where it becomes pretty much a game in itself. I would
3: personally love to see a happy middle ground to that. Um personally, I am incredibly curious to see um how much um or I guess how how deep the system will be integrated into the economy because I mean, if you can legitimately create like a livelihood off of this and based off of the you know sense of detail that they're putting yeah. into so many other aspects of this game, that's I would not be surprised at all that's if that purpose. was the case. Yeah, so I would, I mean, me personally, I know I'm going to spend a lot of time with this system and just learning it as much as I possibly can. And, I mean, I, I guess role play as a crafter who just is, like, creating his own small business type of thing. That kind of sounds weird, but I hopefully it makes sense.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's anything they've mentioned yet is if there's any kind of auction system. I'm sure there will be.
3: Well, let's see if we can get our, some of our
1: answers... Our questions answered, or shall we? And sure. let's go into this. Uh, ask us anything that I did start to do and realized I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> in the new video, you mentioned that different baits will let you catch different fishies. Can you elaborate?
0: And Zenimax says there is a strategy to fishing in Elder Scrolls Online. In simple terms, different types of bait attract different types of fish. If you can figure out what type of bait the fish like in a fishing hole you found, you improve your chance of landing the big one.
1: So you can go to your friend and say it
3: was this big. <laughs> no, but, I mean, How big sen- is yours? <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt. That, that, that sense of detail, I mean, the, the type of fish you catch depends on the bait you use. Yeah. I mean, dude. Yeah. I'm gonna be fishing for like years. Have you ever been real fishing? That's
1: just how it is. <laughs> I was
0: I was gonna say it sounds like they're they're trying to inject a little a little realism here um, and a little challenge to to your your fishing game. You know, there's there's some people out there that that hate fishing, but there's other people out there
2: that really enjoy it. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna I, love this. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, same here, <laughs> Dave. Let's go fishing. Um, that's what I'm thinking. Like right now, I would just like ESO released just a fish. See, Shanks like, don't even have any of the other crap in it. Shanks perfect day
1: off is to log into El Scrolls Online, go find the prettiest location possible where a sunrise is going to occur and go fishing.
3: That right there dude is 110% correct.
0: Get 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 a six pack on your way home from work and that's a good night. Six pack of <laughs> exactly. Let's do it. Yeah, hanging out with <laughs> uh hanging, hanging out with your friends in guild and just like, you know, chilling on Skype or event or Mumble or something and just be like you know, let's let's just see if we can fish up some some cool materials and you know and just hang out.
3: <laughs> you know, like that's that's a that's a good night. That's a good my, night off. My imagination is running wild right now, dude. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. One of the things I want to know about fishing is they're going to do that typical, well, hopefully a typical thing is where you have a chance of fishing up something that is not a fish,
2: like an old that's boot. A,
4: yeah, <laughs> like a boot,
2: yeah, or like a waterlogged. Okay, boot. I know that we've been. Ro- Comparing this to WoW, way too much tonight. But my favorite part of WoW was when I fished up the rusty nail file, <laughs> and I used to like get uh, get them all the time because I fished all the time. I used to give them to people, like send them in the mail to people. <laughs> rusty nail files, and I—that's I, what I want. I want to—I want to fish up my rusty nail files in ESO, and I would be completely content. See, I, I got one battles. of those.
1: I'm sorry.
0: Wouldn't it be better if you could fish up, like, lockpicks? Oh, would
1: be,
4: oh,
1: be That'd be awesome. See, um, I got one of those uh, nail files from Dave, and it said in there, it said in the note, it said, um, see you in prison.
0: <laughs> awkward.
1: <laughs> All right, the next one on the list is which crafting per- professions will be in an ESO, and what do they allow me to create?
0: This is a great answer. They, they really just, no holds barred on this one. They just threw it out there. Uh, in the Elder Scrolls Online, you can choose from five crafting professions, which allow you to make a variety of useful items, enchantments, and equipment. Each of the crafting professions are reminiscent of ones you've seen in previous Elder Scrolls games. They are Weaponsmith. You can make all types of weapons. Armor smith, You can make all types of armor. Enchantments. Enchantment. Staves, <laughs> jewelry, and glyphs uh alchemist you can make potions and provisioner food and
3: drink can i can i be like our guild's provisioner sure go for Do it like i will like will, dave and i will just go like fish and cook up a bunch of stuff
1: I'm oh be my god the, you guys i'm already gonna be the guild's battle hardened warrior of epic doom so uh yeah, <laughs> we'll need you guys to get the background stuff so joe's <laughs> saying he'll need a provisioner. Exactly. <laughs> One we can provide a lot of
0: provisions. Shank, you can be our provisioner if you if you make a female character and name her
1: Isolda.
3: I'm making okay. Maybe mm. Female character may probably do though.
1: Man, I can I can see Shank already. <laughs> ah, good stuff. Dave, anything on that? Nope. All right, then. Could you you shed some light on the crafting and collecting systems for ESO? Will you need to go to a trainer to pick up new schematics slash crafting plans? Much like in
0: previous Elder Scrolls games, there are no recipes or schematics you must collect or learn from trainers in ESO. There are multiple ways to create every craftable item in the game. Discovering the optimal mix of ingredients and additives to make that perfect item is all part of the challenge of being a crafter.
1: This oh, is epic. Yeah, that's
0: cool.
2: <gasps> oh,
1: Leave it I, to the players. Know,
2: i min-maxing with crafting. <laughs> I can already see your flowcharts now, Dave. Oh my god. I'm going <laughs> to corner the Oricalcum ingot market. I can feel it. There yep. you go.
3: You'll have think those. It,
2: yeah. I think it's come to the point in the
3: show where I must change my pants. <laughs> <laughs> now
0: apologize before we get another one-star review for such. <laughs> I am sorry. No, don't apologize. <laughs> Not really. Not really. No, no,
4: no.
1: There's nothing wrong with being overly excited. Or incontinence. Either way. <laughs> All right, Dave. While I wait eagerly for your, uh, your spreadsheets of the best way to make <coughs> a skooma I will be moving on to the next question are you going to stay with the old system of making your own gear or only allow one crafting skill so everyone becomes an expert in one or two fields example, tailor swordsmith, weaponsmith alchemist, runecrafting, etc you can master up to two
0: crafting fields our intention is for the specialists to trade with one another. I make you a sword and you make me a breastplate. That makes for a healthy economy and gives every crafter the opportunity to find their specialized niche within the market. Okay, I see where they call that.
1: Yes, well said, well said. Well said, well said indeed. Good show, good show. Dave. Good show.
2: I have a distinct feeling that I'm gonna have to become an enchanter just to win.
0: Just to win at Enchanting? No, win at the game. Win at the game,
3: okay.
2: Yeah, because anytime I've been <laughs> in any other games, Enchanters win. Oh, okay. All right.
3: Fair enough. My, oh, my God.
0: That is true. Enchanters do pull in a ton of freaking cash.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially, like, in a Rift. Oh, my God. The Rune Market was cutthroat.
1: <laughs> well, this isn't Alice game, so hopefully Provisioner will have something that will... Um Give, like, those temporary buffs, like, do kind of like, well, even alchemists as well. Do your mixes of different types of uh, effects that can occur? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we'll see. Looks like they're going in the right direction. So far, so good. Yeah. All right, next question. I crafted a lot a lot in previous Elder Scrolls games and have acquired a good knowledge of plants and their effects. Will I be able to build on this knowledge in ESO? Will I find familiar plants and items like Nernroot, And will they have similar effects?
0: Yes, many of the plants and crafting ingredients that you'll be able to find in Elder Scrolls Online will be very familiar if you've played other Elder Scrolls games. Nernroot, Mountain Flowers, and <gasps> Vampire Dust are just a few of the familiar items you'll find, and we aim to give them similar al- alchemic properties as the ones they have in previous Elder Scrolls games. However... ESO's crafting system is expansive by nature and has required us to make a few changes. There won't be a perfect one-to-one match with item properties between past games and Elder Scrolls Online, but discovering what something does a thousand years before the return of, of the Dragon King
1: is half the fun of crafting. That's exactly what I say. That's a perfect lead-up, you know? <laughs> hey,
3: things evolve, man. That's right. I'm sorry. I, I just stopped paying attention after Mountain Flower. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you'll be able to pay,
0: pick those mountain flowers. <laughs> there
1: goes Shank again.
4: <laughs> la, 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 la.
1: <laughs> picking flower flower I'll <laughs> so you'll you You'll make a killing getting those mountain flowers and
3: then selling them to a Varwin. I know. I'm going to totally be Gordon Gecko of flowers. That way, Why Varwin be buying flowers. Well, so you can put them on the dead bodies of
1: on the graves. Yes.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have a point. <laughs> You have a
0: good point. there's gonna be a lot of dead Nord girls that I'm gonna to have to trade a flower to after. Oh my our- God,
2: you interrupted the trolls date. It was your fault.
0: first of all you're that's completely different and uh
1: has nothing to do with what we're talking about right now, Dave <laughs> <laughs> completely beside the point <laughs> uh, any other comments on that gentlemen? No. Nope I think it makes perfect sense to me. If I find books in ESO, can I keep them and read them anytime I like? We have approximately
0: 300 collectible books that you can discover in the Elder Scrolls Online. Once you find these collectible books, you can read them anytime you like. In addition, we have over 700 secondary tomes that you can find by investigating notes, journals, and bookshelves throughout the world. And the best part... None of them take up your valuable inventory slots. Awesome! <laughs> <laughs> so, what could
1: this mean? Awesome! So excited about. So, this. what will they have? Something like a uh, a lore section you can go into that you're just writing lore as you pick up a book, or go through like your own library and go to read the books without being in the inventory. I don't know. It's yeah, it's got to be something like that. Uh, every every game that that we've ever seen that
0: did something like this. You know, I think uh, Dave. I think you know Rift is a perfect example, right? Yeah. Where you get that's a shiny. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, and you just it puts it right into a a different category in your uh, interface. I like collecting stuff; it's cool.
1: True that. All right. Can anyone collect a sky shard? Get okay. Hold on a second here. <clears throat> Can anyone collect a sky shard? Get powers from Mundus stones, or even gather a resource in the wilderness, or do they get? depleted and have to recharge after use.
0: Mundus stones are available to every player. Anyone may interact with a Mundus stone at any time, but you can only have one Mundus effect active at a time. When you interact with a new Mundus stone, any previous Mundus effects are automatically removed. So kind of like the ancient stones in Skyrim. Yeah. Unlike Mundus stones, each sky shard may be consumed A single time for each player, but they do not despawn for other players when you do this. Collecting three Sky Shards grants you a new skill point, which you can spend on new abilities in any skill path. Class, weapon, armor, etc. Resources such as ore and plants will repopulate over time, but they are not guaranteed to reappear in the exact same location where they were before.
1: Couple things, guys. The Mundus Stone thing, exactly like you said, it's just like stones in Skyrim. I'm wondering how those effects will be. I'm kind of really curious about that. They're going to be similar to Skyrim or or completely different because it's an MMO. So I think if they were too much like Skyrim, they'd be a little bit overpowered. We'll have to wait and see. Um, However, Sky Shards, we have gotten them before, and the animation to get them looks freaking cool. Hmm. And what yeah. I remember is it's kind of like an instant situation. I remember grouping up with Ivarwin. Yeah. And even though I had already gotten Sky Shard, I didn't see it on my screen, but I took him to the spot where I found it, he was able to see it and get it at that point. So it's it's a like a minor instance thing that it's really cool how it works, actually. Yeah. Uh, gentlemen, any thoughts?
2: A little. <laughs> All right, Dave. Um, you do you remember, Joe, when we played Rift and I dragged you around from area to area just to do the weird puzzles. Dude, we completely in each leveled area.
1: up together from one to whatever the cap was at the time.
2: Yeah. I remember doing each of those little puzzles and going out of my way just to find them. Yep. I I'm picturing this. this as the sky shards. Where first week I'm going to have every single one of them at, like, level 12.
1: Well, the thing is about this, it's really cool. And like Rift, where you got, like, titles and some little stuff or achievements, this one, you get three of them, you get a new skill point, and that can be extremely valuable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. in PvP. I'm,
2: yeah. I'm thinking that this actually will become something I do first, first thing. Since these are going to be at a set location... And they're going to be a limited resource. I'm going to collect all of them first thing.
0: You got to collect them all, Dave.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I was hoping that wasn't true. Dave uh, wants to be the very best. I'm muting you right now, <laughs> Shank. You have <laughs> any, co- any thoughts? <laughs> to collect um, a special no. real test.
3: <laughs> okay. Um, no. This, I mean, this seems pretty straightforward. I, I can see this. Uh, I mean, playing a... The, the Sky Shard thing will definitely add, a, I, I guess, a new dimension when you do level up um, on top of whatever skills you have. So if you get three, it, it'll be... You know, you kind of have to definitely think about, oh, man, so I have an extra point here. Like, what can I like possibly spend it on to boost whatever stat? So I think, I mean, it's pretty straightforward, but uh, I'm definitely looking forward to this system. I'm definitely... I'm really curious about the Monda Stones for sure.
1: I can definitely see myself looking at my my stats, thinking, okay, planning out my, my path I'm going to do for what points I'm going to put in where, thinking, okay, well I'm, I am two Sky Shards away I have two Sky Shards on my inventory right now I need one more to get the extra skill point so I'll use it at this point for this skill and just kind of plan out around that as well
3: Yeah, okay. I mean, I, yeah I, I completely <laughs> agree <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alrighty then, how difficult will Sky Shards and chests be to find? Do I have to climb every hill? or fight Dangerous Guardians to get there.
0: Some will be easier than others, but in order to discover all of them, you'll have to keep your eyes and ears open. Some are guarded, some are simply tucked away, and some are out in the open. Those who are willing to explore will be rewarded for their efforts. Yes! Yeah! That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) That's an Elder Scrolls game, man, let me tell you, that is it right there, you know? don't, Don't tell me it's out there. Show me, show me there's something out there and I'm going to go out there and, and look, look myself and you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to go out there and look for these things. And while I'm looking for these sky shards, I'm going to find, you know, a ton of just other stuff to do in the game. And, uh, that's, that's what, a that's an Elder Scrolls game. That's, that's good
3: stuff. You know what? Apart from the announcement that they're imp- uh, implementing f- like full first-person perspective, this is this one sentence: "Those who are willing to explore will be rewarded for their efforts." That is that is my favorite like quote from them. I mean, that is amazing.
1: Well, I'm gonna be yeah. relying on you guys. I'm gonna be out there just trying to kill stuff. I'll be l- <laughs> uh, so shank. Um, Ivar, when I'm in this area, where are the sky shards at. <laughs> and we'll be like well you should have explored when you had a chance <laughs> and I'll go beat
0: you up and make you go tell me
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the guild bully I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to say it just like that but yeah. I bet I, I you will. Will. I will I bet you will yeah, yeah, probably. My it's going to sound all
2: nasally and you're going to point at him with a crooked finger
1: and <laughs> 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 okay fine just point me in the direction Alright guys, to open a chest will I need lockpicks and do they still break? A lot. How can I become better in lockpicking? Some chests do not require lockpicks, but most will.
0: The difficulty of the locks will vary depending on the quality of the lock itself. Lockpicks have a small chance to break each time you fail to put a pin in place. And this chance increases when you attempt to pick higher-quality locks. Your lockpicking will automatically improve as you level, gradually making chests that were once very difficult to open a much easier prospect. Though your lockpicking skill will increase as you level, the chests you encounter in higher-level areas will also be more difficult.
1: See, this is where... This is my biggest question about the video, was when they mentioned the whole lockpicking's leveling. I was like, okay, how's it going to be... Because I know that... (sighs) I couldn't figure out how they are going to pull off the lockpicking skill as you would. I don't know if it was going to be like a skill tree itself or yeah. what, but this makes sense to me. I mean, it's another stat that increases gradually as you level up. This, I, I actually do not like that.
0: I I would rather have have a lockpicking skill tree. Make Make me make the hard decision. Should I put one more point into armor or weapons or class, or should I... Put it
1: into lock picking. You know that's a that's extremely very 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 valid. I could, I would have to agree with you. I I, I agree. Yeah. I, I mean, wait, force
0: me to go out there and look for these sky shards. You know what I'm saying? That's you the,
2: know why they did this though, right? Uh, I mean, no. the reason behind this, you're that your your lock picking automatically levels as you level, right? Mm-hmm. The whole point they're saying that is because in games where you can level. Secondary professions like that, without actually playing the game, there are people who will become s- slugs in the community that all they do is is that one secondary profession and don't put any effort towards actually playing the game well, if that's what, they what they're do, doing here
1: what's up if that's what they want to do, what's the
2: problem with that Well, that becomes that the people who actually get to the end game are poor. So and
1: that was their choice.
2: I I agree, but that's what they're they're wanting to stop.
1: I going to have to side on the fence with Ivarwin. And that I think that's a much better decision on that end. I, I I can kinda see where you're coming from on a design design standpoint. Yeah, that kinda makes sense, but it also feels like kinda like a cop out.
2: It it definitely feels like lockpicking won't feel rewarding by doing this. I mean when you actually have to work toward it when you have to unlock a million boxes just to level it up it it would feel much more rewarding than hey i leveled up now i can open that ridiculously hard chest well I, yeah
0: e- either either way you go on this okay i've i've done the lock picking game at um at packs either way you go it's lock picking is going to be challenging it's going to be fun and you're going to get some some great items if you succeed Oh, I remember sweating bullets trying to pick my first lock. Yeah. I mean it's it is pretty much, you know, six or half a dozen of the other, no matter how it's implemented. If 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 uh things go the way I would like them to go and, and turn it into a full skill tree, that I think would be really cool, especially for single player Elder Scrolls fans. But at the same time, you know, if I'm sure these I'm sure the Zoss has a very good reason as to why they don't want it that way and you know who knows but but at the end of the day the fact is is uh, it's still going to be challenging and rewarding at the same time so
1: the dark star in the chat room says uh, besides they do say that the chests get harder progressively that is not true they never did say that the chest difficulty depends on the lock it has um, from what I'm reading on this it could be a different lock or a different um, a different lock depending on just the type of loot that could be in it no matter where you're at
0: Yeah, it says the difficulty of the locks will vary depending on the quality of the lock itself.
1: Exactly. So it's not progressive.
2: So a level one area with level one loot in it's going to be a level one lock, no matter if you're level one or level 50.
1: Correct. Yeah. Um, Ivar, I think it's actually a good time to take a phone call and get some of our chat room's opinions on this. Yeah, sounds good. So we'll get that number out and get the uh, chat room involved. As we're waiting on them, let's get into some week in-game. Um, and I just want to say I got Skyrim to work, guys. <laughs> ah, <laughs>
0: very good, very good.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> had to completely remove Steam and all folders and files.
6: What? Mm-hmm.
1: Had to re-download everything. Thank God I have a fast internet connection.
6: Yeah, reded- really weird.
1: I redid oh my, my mods, got the way I wanted it, and voila, Skyrim works.
0: There you go. What's our way. Skype number. The- Seven. <laughs> I think this is it. I think I got it.
3: <laughs> Fail. Sorry, chatter. If you call my grandmother,
6: <laughs>
3: I I can't. I'm like actually. I'm genuinely shocked. You had to like completely reinstall Steam, dude.
1: I was too. I wasn't too thrilled by it because it made it made me remove every single game. I guess there was some error in Steam. So I had to re-download all my games, but thank goodness they have a cloud save.
3: I, I was just going to say that. Yeah, all your preferences and your save should have been in the cloud.
1: <laughs> yeah, so this time I was able to keep my two characters, my my wizard and my, my chick, which I've been playing my girl a lot, um, doing the two one-handed swords, just roaming around Skyrim with her. She Redguard? Is, no. Wait. Is she Redguard? Yeah, she is Redguard. Of course nice. she's Redguard. I always play Redguard. Anyway... She uh, she's just kicking some butt, man. And it's it's so fun. After I did the whole legendary with the bow, I'll pull out my bow and arrow. I have already a really powerful bow, and I'm using um, Dwimmer arrows. So I'm still doing s- severe damage. It's like every two arrows, I'm leveling it up, and it's just so crazy. Nice. <laughs> what kind of bow? It's a a stallrim bow.
3: Ooh, yeah, you got it from uh um St- I St- made yeah, I made it. Nice. And fully
1: enchanted that bad boy. It's beast. I, all my weapons are top of the line. My armor is all top of the line stuff. So I'm not worried about getting you know upgrades. That's not an issue for me anymore.
3: Now, speaking of armor, and I know this is probably the most important question a- a- ever asked on this show. Do they have the Dova Floss for the Solstheim armor? No.
0: <gasps> not yet. No, no, no. The the most important question is: Will it run cosmic? <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: if you weren't in the pre-show you don't know what that means does, <laughs> Joe does your does your weapons uh, does your bow run Commodus
1: <laughs> like a champ man <laughs> two
3: arrow flops a second nice <laughs> Wow. <Jeez. laughs> that was like so bad that it's actually funny
2: <laughs> <laughs> sorry
3: so I yeah, am
1: I'm, I'm I'm going to probably do switch to two-hand weapon as soon as I I max out one-hand weapons and just continue playing her and just do what I've never done before and go completely as far as I can take her. I want to see that that elusive, what is he, the uh, ebon knight or whatever, ebony knight?
2: Yeah, level 80.
1: I want to find him, and I want to take him down. He he finds you. That's okay. That's okay with me. I'm still going to take him down.
0: Oh, I totally forgot about that dude. I had I completely forgot about that guy. Yeah, I I had no idea that
2: I mean Do you have to thing. fight him or can you just like bro out? <laughs> no, he he comes and and uh throws his gauntlet down at your feet and tells you to meet him and fight him in glory. Oh, the gauntlet is down, sir, as a man of honor, I must yeah. pick up your gauntlet.
3: Yes. So, Slap
1: you in so. the face with it. <laughs>
3: So there's no way I could just like bring, him up, bring his gauntlet back with like a pack of natty ice and like be cool. <laughs> well, right. Seeing as how he kind of wants to stab you
0: in the face.
2: Yeah. No.
0: Think of it yeah. as like the Jarl thing. You
1: know what I'm saying?
2: <laughs> what <laughs> you is say? this
6: axe? <laughs> so we you need like-
2: you an axe and you don't understand.
1: Do we ever find the, um, the phone number? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's in the chat room. Oh, it is? I didn't see it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I also didn't see it. Yeah, it's in
0: there. I'll throw it. I'm going I was about to throw it back in.
1: Yeah, I don't see it at all. It's <laughs> not there, man. It's up there. I'm going to no, I'm isn't. putting it back in. It isn't in there at all. Even the chat room's like, "Where?" Like
2: I'm in I'm in there and I don't see it.
1: <laughs> all right. That's it for my play, guys. It's been too much of um trying to get the game to work. Lots of downloading. <laughs> that was my my week in Skyrim. Yeah, I haven't even downloaded Oblivion again yet. I need to.
4: Yeah.
3: Well oh, that'll that'll take you like three seconds,
6: dude. Game
1: <laughs> <So> small. <laughs> what we're gonna do from now on, guys, with the uh weekend game is we're just gonna kinda lump it all together and kinda round table everything. Yeah. And get this uh going. Kind of give it a more of a, a quicker and easier flow to our our, our in game chat. So we're gonna keep this going. Keep it going. So we're gonna Rolling go back up. into some more Skyrim, Dave. Yep. What you got, dude?
2: Okay, make it quick. Um, first things first, I got a new 360 controller to actually play Skyrim on my PC with a 360 controller. Wow! And why would you? Yeah, do that? it's actually going surprisingly well. I'm, I'm, gl- I'm, I'm legitimately glad you're liking it. You know um, why I'm liking it the most? No, because my mouse doesn't flip me out of the game now. Huh? Yeah. I used to, when you play with the mouse. Sometimes, since I'm playing Windows 7, I'll select that little thing in the lower uh, right-hand corner, and it'll kick me out of the game. That is really weird. That's odd. Yeah, I don't know any Bethesda game I've ever played on my PC that doesn't do that. So. I've never heard of any other game that does that.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Man, okay. That's kind of weird. Yes, anywho, I'm Wait. actually playing... was there a on- Sandra Bullock
0: movie uh, in the 90s <laughs> about that?
3: I think there was. Go home, environment. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway,
2: um, <laughs> so I, I picked up my character, that level ten character. I, I remember I started a new character, so I, I started the Dovahkiin quest line, and I got pretty far through it before I figured out like I'm level twenty five now, and I'm playing the wrong character. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, <only> you Dave. <laughs> so. I'm still playing that character that made me quit the game, the one that I I joined the Stormcloaks and got really depressed with. So, you know what? I got to the point where the Greybeards were like, all right, everybody has to sit down and hash out this when everybody stops fighting and we can kill the dragons. And everybody comes into the big room. First thing I do is I tell the Thalmor girl to get out, which was (laughs) a lot of fun. everybody sat around the table and they were like, you know, bickering with each other. I pretty much, I gave everything to the Empire. (laughs) <laughs> you yeah, I, I totally played it off like I was still a Stormcloak the whole time but I totally gave everything to the, the Empire the milk drinker got pissed Ulfric got up from his seat and was like threatening to walk out of the place because of how much I was giving to the Empire but, you know what he's a jerk you know because I'm, I'm trying to save Skyrim here and he's being a little punk about it Dave's like oh, are you mad bro <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> drink this natty ice.
2: We'll hunt out. Get out. <laughs> at me, dude. Like he was like, "You're you're supposed to be a true son of Skyrim," and I was like, "Yeah, you're supposed to not get us killed." <laughs> I hate yeah. that dude. Anywho, um, I completed the the Dovahkiin quest chain happily and surprisingly easy. And I, I, the one thing I didn't do is I refused to kill. Parthanax. Because he helped me and I like him and he's a dragon. He's my dragon buddy. Yeah, and we I never cuddled. have killed him. I'm never going to kill him. He's cool. Parthanax is legit. He's he is bro. legit. But um, after that, I completed the Thieves Guild quest line. Shank calls tr- him Brothanax. I was just going to say that. I was literally going to say that. <laughs> I completed the Thieves Guild quest line. I even turned in the uh, skeleton key. And cried. <laughs> and then I completed the Assassin's Quest line and, and cried at the uh, Astrid event. Why, Astrid?
3: Why? Why? God, she's so hot, too. I mean, it's a oh, shame. It
0: hurt me. I stuck my sword and- in her face. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I didn't, wow. I didn't even care. I was like, oh, you're from the Dark Brotherhood? Oh, that's cool, bro. Here's a sword straight in the nose! <laughs>
2: How can you do that?
0: Was awesome she and then i went inside the the, the dark yeah <laughs> That's
4: what <I'm> saying.
2: <clears throat> oh goodness oh then i did the mage quest line completed that the mage guild quest line and on top of that i did the Ogma infinium where i had to collect the different elf blood and i uh, helped that dude out in that
0: cave wow because he's Creepy. You sunk you sunk about a good twenty five hours in the game this week.
1: Oh, more than that.
0: Wow. So that's what why you
1: weren't helping that. me this week.
2: Well it wasn't this <laughs> big, it was you know, collectively over the past three weeks. Oh gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. But uh it, getting the Augment Vinium I found I found Shanks' favorite uh monster from another dimension. Jesus. <laughs> the Hermanus Mora uh what is Hermaeus his name?
0: Hermaeus Mora.
2: Mora. Yeah, him. He's
0: creepy. Um th- it's but a big I did eye, tentacle thingy it's he just is. it's just like he's going to touch me. I don't want him to touch me. He's like a giant beholder from D&D.
2: No, I'd rather a beholder. I would rather a beholder. Anywho, uh the one thing I did get that I'm really happy about is the ebony mail, which keeps me completely muffled and uh I'm just it's ridiculous. It is a fantastic piece of armor, I must say. Yes. And uh, I intentionally killed all of the people for the Ebony Mail.
0: If uh, Dave, if I may interject one moment, we we do have a caller here. Uh, hello, you're uh, live on the air with Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Who is this? Uh,
4: this is Andrew. What's up, Andrew? How you doing? I'm doing all right. So what's Thanks on your, your mind, Andrew? What you got for us? Uh, basically, uh, I just had kind of two questions uh one with the lock picking in the game i didn't know if it was going to be more like uh like if you're just really good at the lock picking could you be better at like the higher level ones or will it only be based on your level
1: oh there's definitely skill involved
2: yeah it definitely takes a a good eye to be able to do it when we were at pax east you had to make sure that you got the pins all the way down and moved on to the right ones in the right order and didn't lag behind.
1: Uh, yeah, and then when you have that, that countdown timer going there, you just it, yeah, that's why I was sweating bullets. Yeah, I
0: think Nick was ready to like throw me out of my chair and take my mouse and be like, no, this is the way you do it, you stupid noob. And <laughs> <laughs> I got that impression, too. What's that second question you got for us, Andrew?
4: Uh, the other question was, like, as far as the crafting, um, I know you guys didn't get to really do the crafting all that much or at all with your playthrough, but, uh, I didn't know if, like, with, if you could speculate whether or not with, like, weapon smithing, would you add, like, fire salts to that through the smithing to add, like, a fire thing, or would that only be enchanting so that the smithing... Uh, skills would have to work more with the enchanting.
1: Oh, that's a really good question. That's a really good question. Honestly, I would think that. I, th- I think honestly, the way they mentioned how in depth the crafting system is. I think some things might actually have a, like a two part uh, purpose, if you will. Yeah, and it wouldn't you know surprise what? me. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if um, if you were able to <clears throat> put some kind of magical property on on the item that you're crafting and then take it to an enchanter and then be able to like enhance that in some way or get a completely different type of magical property on there as well. I wouldn't be surprised. And and additionally, I wouldn't be surprised if you were completely unable to do that and you would have to take it to an enchanter in order to get any kind of <laughs> magical property as well.
3: Yeah, yeah, and exactly because I believe in the the questions they said that you know, we want people to work together. Um and like so you make me armor I make you weapons kind of thing so I, I would Ivarwin, I, I would not doubt the latter where you can't enchant and you have to take it to your enchanter guy you know
1: thanks so much for the call Andrew
2: no problem alright
1: okay. that was uh, some solid
2: questions actually yeah, yeah it was. good questions Dave you were saying yeah let me wrap up what I was doing um, just a few numbers here I broke 300 hours playing Skyrim uh, over the past three weeks Finally So uh, my Steam says 300 hours on it I'm, I'm proud of you dude Yeah I'm, I'm excited about that That's like a badge of uh, nerddom
1: I don't have a, a congratulations sound file But this will work <laughs> No wrong one
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll take
4: it How about this
2: No there you go that's a little bit too Blue's Clues. Um, Wait, I can do this one.
0: Blood and glory. Blood and glory. <laughs>
2: That's a little better. All right. Um, I also legendaried my smithing. Nice. I, is that a word? Legendaried? It is now. It now is.
0: that you said it, you it's, coined in the, the it's in the dictionary.
2: Well, Someone call Webster. <laughs> <laughs> now. Now. <laughs> And uh, finally, to wrap things up, I ended my character at level forty-two, with ninety points in enchanting, conjuration, archery, and sneak as my main skills. Mm. Nice conjuration, archery, and sneak—that is that is very awesome. I, I'm trying I to must... wrap my mind around this. Conjured bow, bra? Yeah, like, exactly. Yep, dude, that's legit.
0: It's sick. Is How is enchanting working with the conjured bow at
2: all? It it works really well because you never run out of arrows. You're always using the best arrows you could possibly use. And based on your archery skill, your bow increases damage. It also has the same damage capacity as a unenchanted uh, daedric bow.
0: Yeah, uh, that's awesome. That's really cool.
1: Yeah, I don't like him
0: good way to show it. Joe's <laughs> <laughs> so
1: like, oh, what do you got there? It's it's really legit, right? No, f you. Ah, it's,
0: no, it's crap. It's garbage. I'll,
1: I'll take my my, my Rim bow with all of us enchants against your uh, conjured bow any day of the week, man.
2: Oh, dude, I'm about to go to uh, do the add-ons and when I get out there, I probably will be upgrading to a real bow. Oh, no, he didn't.
1: <laughs> See, my point proved right
2: there. Wow.
1: Yeah, kind of I sick. don't
2: I do not disagree that a Stallrim bow or a real Daedric bow will out DPS my conjured one any day of the week, but I got mine at level twenty. So at level twenty using a, a conjured Daedric bow, I'm happy. Pretty
1: legit. Fair enough.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I see some more Skyrim play, and I see it from Shank. Oh.
3: Yeah. Yes, sir. So, um Surprise, surprise. I walked around and stuff. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, so as you know, I was uh, knee-deep in uh, Dark Brotherhood recruitment stuff. So I finally did end up um, joining up with the DB, and I uh, w- went and talked to Astrid, who, Joe, I, th- I think you can agree, um, in, in that Dovafloss hot... Oh, without a doubt. And depending on what kind of body mods you have, too. Oh, uh, dude, yeah. Oh,
2: and with the proper geez, face. Mods. Think over the table, looking at that map.
1: Oh. Oh. Shang's game Sk- just freezes, and he sits there. And they should make a Skyrim calendar hot. like
3: that. <laughs> just <laughs> all agree. the Skyrim chicks. Yeah, <laughs>
1: like the hottest mods on the
0: hottest
3: NPCs. I would totally
0: Skyrim 2014 calendar. <laughs> I would totally
3: buy and the, it. D- and d- they end with December <laughs> with Mercer Frey. <laughs>
0: they like all sprawled out on a bar, stool, <laughs> oh, A
2: banana hammock. I'm Urser Frey. It's like, Frey, a sweet roll like him. one of your French girls. With <laughs> like a sweet roll in his mouth or something.
3: These can't are like tassily bra.
2: The
3: mechanic was So.
6: What
3: was I saying? Okay, yeah. Dark Brotherhood. Right, okay. So. I, uh, I obviously, you know, when you join, you can't really get, uh, contract from Astrid first. So I went and talked to Nazir and he was like, yo, you got to kill these two, uh, these three guys. And fortunately for me, you know, they're obviously there uh, Narfi who's in Iverstead. There's Anodius Papias who's in a camp near Angus Mill near Windhelm. And there's Batilde who, uh, Dave, I think ha- was trying to yep, figure I out how to kill
2: problems with her
3: that other yep, week. Yep. Up, up in, uh, Dawnstar. So I walked uh, to Iverstead and just totally pwn-sauced Narfi, you know, traded with some guys there in the inn, got a couple quests, um, and then walked to Anga's Mill, uh, well, that campsite near Anga's Mill, to kill Anodius, and he was, like, sitting at his campsite. (laughs) Have you guys ever, like, talked to one of your targets before?
2: No. (laughs) I don't uh talk. People who live in the same place as mud crabs. (laughs) It was actually like really funny because I I hadn't really talked to
3: targets before. So I was like, you know what? Let me just go up and see what the options are. And I went up and talked to him and he was like kind of paranoid. And... I selected the option where it was like your time has come or something like that. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> dun
4: dun dun. He just like
3: freaked out and I just like sniped him with my butt. And he just like ragdolled into the stream and I was laughing so hard for <laughs> like <laughs> ten solid minutes. It's awesome. Oh my god, it w- it was awesome. And then I uh I walked to uh Dawnstar and i tried a couple things actually i tried to uh so you know she's at the uh, the eastern mine i walked to the the mine on the western side of town and tried to sniper <laughs> the first time i shot yeah um i killed a guard by accident that was <sighs> like that was really fun i like basically ran around <laughs> dawnstar trying to hide from like the rest of the town <laughs> <laughs> They're like running after me and I was like, um, I'm just going to reload. So I just, re- <laughs> so I reloaded and found a space behind uh, one of these buildings. Fortunately it was like dark, so they couldn't really see me. Um, and then sniped her. And then from there in Dawnstar, I walked back down to the, uh, the sanctuary, which, uh, took me this, this whole thing. I did it in one sitting and it, it took me about four hours to do this. um, it was awesome. I yeah. Uh, obviously, you know when you get back to the sanctuary, Cicero's there, our favorite uh, oh, court jester. God. Yeah, exactly. Um actually, you know and I I didn't think of this until after I got past this part and got the quest from the, the next quest from Astrid and I was already on my way to Markarth, but do you know if you can kill Cicero in the sanctuary right then? Does anybody know that? No,
2: you can't. You can't. Okay. Does no, he just kind of like I have okay. tried so hard. Okay. Man I mean hypothetically you could if you glitch it or use a mod or throw your computer hard enough. But uh <laughs> it
3: breaks. <yeah>.
4: The-
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Alright, cool. So there we go. Um so I got, you know, the next quest from uh uh Astrid or whatever, went to Markarth, spoke to her to uh get my marks for her. And then when I was there I was like, you know what? I'm here, why not do the House of Horrors quest? And I've only done this quest once when I played when I this is when I first played Skyrim on my PS3. So this was legitimately ooh, a year and 3 months ago, 4 months ago when I did this quest. So it's almost like doing it new and I walked in there and like you know how it's all like everything becomes all like exorcist and stuff starts flying around the room. Yeah. That was yeah, that was fun. I kind of forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> going on? Someone turn a fan on? I know. (laughs) So, you know, I'm in the middle of doing that, so I'm uh, fortunately to uh, get the Priest of Boethia for Molag Ball. It's also east, which is in the same direction that I need to go to Arkanthan to kill Muri's targets. Mm -hmm. So right now I'm uh, en route to uh, do those two things, and um, I've just been walking around with like six or seven dragon bones because I keep forgetting to sell them. (laughs) So I'm just like way down with stuff. Can you imagine like coming across somebody in like a Skyrim where they literally have a bag full of bones? <laughs> like, dude, why don't you just sell that
2: stuff for like drop it off? I but, live uh, in Florida. That's a normal thing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Got me some of them deer chicken bone. <laughs> But uh, yeah, <laughs> That's, that kind of wraps it up for me, man. It's just a lot of uh, dark brotherhood focus right now. With uh, obviously with me walking around doing kind of nothing.
1: Well, Yvarwin was the uh, odd man out this week and went into oblivion with his Knights of the Nine. Arr.
0: Knights of the Nine, Knights of the Nine. Yeah, yeah, I got my shield, guys. Yeah, yeah, in a in a epic live stream event. I uh, went out there, and and I I got my shield.
2: Okay, so what does the shield do?
0: It,
1: uh, I don't know. (laughs) It protects you from things. It's been a while since I looked at the stats. (laughs) You hold it up, and it's supposed to deflect weapons? Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's what it does. It, It deflects incoming attacks.
0: Is there a big
2: nine on the shield?
0: Yeah, there is. A giant freaking nine in, um, Aliad. Numerals right okay. my head is like in my hands right now <laughs> here 's uh, the best part about this whole thing is i i thought I thought the the epic story coming out of this would have been the twenty minutes it took me to figure out the puzzle to open up. Inside the dungeon, the last area where the shield was going to be. <laughs> There's actually two one.
1: puzzles. It's guarded by two puzzles. Yes, this is when mm. I complained about something like these puzzles are so ago. good. It, it was great, it but, was it great. Um, but it was annoying us
0: in. But and God bless the people that were looking at the chat room, uh, watching me on the live stream because they had they had probably about as much patience, patience as a human being could be born with. I mean, it literally looked like a chimpanzee trying to figure out as Simon says. That's what I looked like trying to figure out the first puzzle with all the chests. <laughs> I mean, I look like an idiot. Wait, uh, you mean the you mean the second puzzle? No, the first one. Well, maybe it's the second. one. I don't remember doing any puzzles before that. The candles? Okay, no, the the, the, the can. Uh, that's not really. Uh, yeah, I guess that that was a puzzle. Yeah, it was, but. That was so reminiscent of Indiana Jones. I just ripped through that like nothing. I'm like, Jehovah begins with an I. <laughs> an I. Indy, an I. So I got through that one. The candles thing was really, really easy. And um, I sort of flew through that. But what was tough was, was the chest at the, uh, the, the puzzle with all the different chests. And you, you've got the one big chest in the middle of the room. You go in there. You Get an item, and you have to sort of figure out like which chest around you houses that particular item. And then, and there's like, I think there's eight chests, like or nine, something. eight or nine of them. Yeah, yeah. Which would make sense.
1: Yeah, this is the one where it gives you that weird image every time you open the main chest. Yeah, it took me a while to figure out
0: the whole um, my th- what to even do. I had no idea <laughs> what was going on with that. I was I was just opening up a chest like the main chest I would I would open that thing up get whatever was in there and just like walk it over to whatever chest displayed a um an icon over it and then I so I was just like constantly doing this thing wrong for probably about a solid 5 minutes and then I realized like okay I'm what's going to happen is I'm probably going to be getting an item out of this main chest and I'm going to have to put it into The chest with its corresponding icon.
2: (laughs) Oh my god.
0: Yeah. I was getting like some random item, and like some random icon was coming over some other random chest. It was like no correlation between the item I was getting and the icon that was appearing. Yeah.
2: Do you remember in preschool when they had that little flat plate thing that had the shapes cut out and they gave you the different blocks and different shapes? Uh huh. Yeah. Monkeys do that. No, they don't. They, I'll send you a YouTube video. Monkeys, monkeys don't do, do that. that. I, I they monkeys can't do that.
0: They, they don't do that. No, because it's too difficult for monkeys to do. <laughs> monkeys do that. They don't do
2: that. They they do it now. They got together and they were like telling each other how
1: to do it. Okay, ladies, Can we're it? all beautiful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm telling you, like I said,
0: it, it really it looked like a monkey trying to figure out a a, a, <laughs> a, painting, a worm Simon. It was just it was ridiculous. <laughs> So I finally figured this whole thing out, and I thought I was all smart at that point because it only took me 20 minutes.
3: (laughs) It's still (laughs) shorter than me and my buddy when we first played it, dude.
0: I go strolling in through this thing. I'm like, yeah, my shield's going to be in this chamber. It's going to be great. And then all of a sudden, like, all hell breaks loose. (laughs) Oh,
3: my God. There's like 15 (laughs) pages around me. Dude, I I literally (laughs) picture Marwan walking into this room, and, like, he just staring, like, open-mouthed at his computer. (laughs) what the hell he the the best part about
0: this whole thing you're going to love this I'm fighting all these mages right I'm trying to line of sight them around all the pillars I'm looking at the pillars at the same time too I'm like you know oh these look like they are a puzzle in some way but I'm not really concerned about that right now I'm concerned about staying alive freaking fire coming at me left and right and I'm just like, you know, boom, 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 trying to like kill these guys with my, my crappy dwarven mace that does about
4: 0.5% of
0: damage point. I get about three quarters of these suckers down. I literally have one more mage to kill. Okay, I got one guy left I have used... I'm using spells like you wouldn't believe to heal myself. I've used up all of my potions. I started getting down to the potions you never use, and just sort of keeping your inventory anyway, in case that thing happens. You know? That was the thing I was in now, and I was using those potions. So, I'm fighting for my life. I'm like, oh, yeah! Go, Fari! Go, far I'm cheering myself on at this point, and all of a sudden, crack! There goes my mace. I have nothing. Nothing. <laughs> secondary weapon on me because I dumped it all because I've been picking up so much other crap. (laughs) I was left with nothing. And everyone in the chat was like, oh, you were doing so good. And I'm like running around like it's not done yet. It's not done yet. I'm looking around. I'm going to think of Arwen. Think, 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 think of Arwen. What could you use? Is there something around here? I've got fireballs coming at me left and right. There's a, there's a, a, a little... Imp thing trying to kill me too. He's like, right there, right there, right there. I'm like oh my god, get this thing out of here! I'm with the fireball, I'm dodging fireballs. I'm dodging imps, and all of a sudden, mages have daggers on them. Yeah, dude. So I ran, oh up to my the god. Kid, grabbed his dagger. I'm like, you won't be needing this anymore, bro. And I walked up to that mage and I stabbed him right in the face with it. <laughs> Greatest thing ever. I think we need to get you away from oblivion for a while.
3: <laughs> <clears throat> I was.
0: Fighting this thing with like this tiny little like McDonald's plastic spork. <laughs> <laughs> I will spork
6: you to death.
0: Pretty much, just like fighting this mage. I finally, killed him. Killed his scamp, and then I so,
2: uh, earned so my- your your big ma- mace of awesomeness broke. So you killed him with one of those cocktail knives that they fork through onions and. uh Olives.
0: Yeah, it might have been worse than that. It it might have been like a toothpick.
2: Go for the eyes, man.
0: Yeah, it was like this ridiculous, like pretty much the lowest level type of dagger you could ever possibly get in the game. That's what I would had to resort to, and I, it wasn't even on my person.
3: I had to, I had to pull it off a dead mage's body. <laughs> I just uh, I just put a link in the chat room. That was your face when your mace died. <laughs>
2: yeah
0: that's a guy from uh from the <laughs> <Club> episode
2: that <laughs> fat guy he totally has the dagger on his desk <laughs> 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 all right so that was it that's
0: how i earned my my shield it was it was uh it was absolutely hysterical The live stream was just going crazy. they were so so happy that that i, I got it and in the way that I got it too it was
1: just it was awesome all righty we're gonna get some emails after a little uh Ivarwin's epic tale of awesomeness. And failure. <laughs> but, but it and
0: had a good I And monkey
1: poo. I got the shield.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it ended happily. There is that. There is that. Yeah. The hero won. <laughs> All right. The first email comes in from Chris C. He says, the saying the guards say, I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow to the knee. Refers to an old, old Norse saying a, a similar thing. Arrow to the knee means getting married, as you go down on one knee to propose. Just thought you'd like to get, a, a, just thought you'd get a kick out of that, Chrissy.
2: Um, where's your documentation to prove this?
0: <laughs> I wonder if that's what Bethesda actually meant. It,
2: it kind of makes <laughs> sense, and I yeah. would also refer to it as taking an arrow to the knee. Yeah, I yeah. could kind of see the marriage thing, though. A legit, like I could see that being sort of, you know, it makes
1: sense. Still
2: yeah. I would probably refer to it as I had to stop fighting monsters because I got my own at home. <laughs> wow. Someone call Matt Grandstaff. Where's Where's Matt
0: at? Let's give him a call and be like, what's going on with this? Is this true?
1: <laughs> I think I still have a Skype information. Hold on.
0: Yeah. Let's see if he's around.
1: Can you imagine? <laughs> like, I was just
0: call him up randomly. he
1: was like, what's going on, guys? Guys, I'm
4: in the middle of. I'm in the middle of the forums. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's not online. The, the G staff. We'll have to. When we get him on the show again, we'll have to ask him that question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about this? Yeah. Uh you when You get the next question? Uh, the next uh, by question, you mean email. Yeah, that's exactly what I meant. Yeah. Thank God uh, you you, know.
0: see, you see the little note on the bottom on the third one, right?
1: Yes. I'm prepared for that.
0: There we go. Okay. <clears throat> so uh, this one comes from John from the Imperial City.
1: Hey, John. Hey, John.
0: And John says, after sinking about 200 hours into Skyrim and hearing everyone talk about Oblivion, I decided to buy it and give the game another shot. Bravo. Needless to say, it's amazing. I am seven hours and level five. But I still haven't left the city aisle yet. I still feel like I have only skimmed the surface of things to do within the city. There was never a point in Skyrim when I felt the urge to stay in one place this long. But I was wondering, what city dungeon have you guys spent the most time in, Oblivion or Skyrim? Keep up the good work. Sincerely, John from the Imperial City.
3: This guy gets my bro seal of the week. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's <a> good, John. <laughs> do you mind if I uh, answer this? Yes. Or I guess we're gonna go I, around and answer, mind. right? My guess. Go ahead. Go. Sure. Okay. Wondering what city um, city would definitely have to be Anvil only because during the sunsets, it looks very gorgeous. And I also believe it's the most uniquely laid out because the shops and stuff are actually on the boardwalk and it's a very, very uniquely laid out city with a lighthouse. So oh, by the way, if you want a cool little thing, go into lighthouse and in Anvil and explore everything in there. Uh, dungeon have I spent most time in? Vilverin. First time I went in there was about two and a half hours when I was, like, level one, literally right outside of the Imperial sewers. And my buddies and I got thoroughly destroyed. It's, like, forever ingrained into my memory.
1: Yeah. And I uh, was okay. muted. Okay. Yvarlan. Uh,
0: you know, I- I'm really struggling here. I don't know if I have an answer to this. What dungeon? I, I mean, there's there's... there's some random dungeon in oblivion that i've spent like a disgusting amount of time in but i I don't know
3: which one it was and it was
0: like it was tell me where
3: it was tell me where it was i
0: I don't even this i'm like recalling like a year ago when i first downloaded Uh, it you see and i remember like logging into the game thinking like i'm still here
4: (laughs) i haven't gotten out of here yet
0: I think for Skyrim, the most amount of time I've spent in one dungeon, I think, I might have been Labyrinthian.
1: That's mine. Yeah. Mine. Mine. Yeah. I was just going to go with that, even if it's not true. Whatever. <laughs> well, I, I Labyrinthian is still one of my favorite dungeons of all time in any Ellis Girls game. I spend as much time in there as I can. Mm. David
2: um, Adams. Do you... Do you mind if I claim not the entirety of Labyrinthian, but the one hallway in Labyrinthian where there's these three um, soul stones on on the back wall yes. shooting fireballs at you? <laughs> yes. That's the hallway where I've spent most of my time in this game. Dying and rezzing. And dying and rezzing, dying and rezz- and on the floor there's there's traps. And if you do it wrong, uh, invisible freaking dogs will run at you and try to, try to bite you. And if you, if you try to walk out, it's going to shoot you in the face with a fireball. Oh, But if that isn't enough, they're going to blow fire at you, too, if you get too close. I freaking hate that hallway. This game sucks. I'm done. I'm, I'm out of here. You know what? Bye.
0: <laughs> well, Dave, to cool you off, I've got an answer in the chat room
3: to our Arrow in the Knee thing.
1: It's a wiki. You don't trust a wiki.
3: A, Wikis are absolute truth, just like everything yeah. on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what
0: do you think, Joe? It's a wiki. It's a wiki. Well, leave it to I'm the gonna, wiki. I'm going to go for it. Here's, here's what Riafio <laughs> <laughs> in, in the chat room says, okay? And, I, and, I'm, and he's quoting this from a, a wiki, the Elder Scrolls wiki. Uh, the guards frequent comments regarding taking arrows in the knee is actually a subtle reference to the fact that Greaves are not an armor type in Skyrim, unlike in previous games where Greaves protected the shin and knees. It's also a common factor on websites that when people comment with the joke, they say, arrow to the knee, when in fact the guards say, arrow in the knee. Note, in Norse legend, arrow to the knee was a way of saying getting married. From the Elder Scrolls Wikia. Alright, Ryafio. That's uh interesting. That's gotta be truth. Yeah. Wiki's Which Which never like that.
1: Uh, Wiki 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 What? You found it on the internet, it must be true. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> right. righty. we have a developer question of the week. And we're gonna get into that right now. Hi, I'm Daniel Perry, Senior Animator at ZeniMax Online. The Elder Scrolls games have always had tons of ingredients for both crafting and alchemy, some of them not as enticing as others. What is the grossest ingredient your characters ever tasted in an Elder Scrolls game?
4: <laughs>
1: that's a legit question.
3: Yeah,
4: it's
1: uh, I just <laughs>
3: puked in my mouth from that. By there's, the way, there's only, there's only one answer for me for this.
1: The wiki was referring to the Norse legend.
2: Not Nord. What? Just clarifying. Okay. <laughs> anyway, what's going on in that chat room? <laughs> wow, everybody's saying the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I, I
3: disagree with that, though. No, I don't. That, yeah. For me, it, mine is easily the Mammoth's cheese.
2: Yeah, I was about to say Mammoth's cheese as well, just for the sound it makes oh, mm, when, no, when you pick it up. Oh, cheese, god, it makes you
3: I
1: love cheese.
4: Oh, stop it! <laughs> <laughs>
1: I
0: actually can't <clears throat> talk right now because I'm grimacing through this. <laughs> it's disgusting.
2: And yeah, there's some good ones coming up. Corpus rat weepings. Yeah. Uh, human heart.
0: Famunda cheese.
2: Anything
1: that comes off of the epic cockroaches? Yeah. No. Ugh. Ugh. Ugh.
2: Yeah.
1: Ugh. Yeah, I want to taste its oh.
2: corpus. Falmer <laughs> ears. Falmer ears. I, I do not acting. Make- adding- biting into that and getting a little Palmer or hey, earwax. Hey,
1: deep-fried oh, with a little bit yeah. of salt? Fantastic. I don't
0: think they, they clean behind their ears at all, like Dave. Funniness.
2: Oh,
4: funny. Uh, oh.
0: Yeah, and they're not exactly in the most uh, sanitary of, of, of environments. I, uh, I weighed in on Twitter today saying, uh, giant's toe. And then oddly enough, like my coffee was like salty in the morning. I don't know why. And someone was like, oh, maybe there's a giant's toe in. <laughs> wow,
4: like, oh, I saw
1: that. Yeah. Totally owned on Twitter today. <laughs> <So laughs> Probably went to the kitchen, poured out his cup of coffee and made a new one. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Immediately. And checked for any lumpy thing in his coffee. Yeah. <laughs> with, wow. with mold and yeah. Anyway. Happened on
0: Twitter. It's a true story. Totally. <laughs>
2: You think giant's toes taste like pig's feet? So, Imagine Joe, uh, you you're, you're
0: obviously steering the show. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Shank. We have an email for you, man. We do? It's uh, all you. Let me... Ooh. I wonder which one it could be. Mm. <laughs> you know what? Okay, I, I have something... Oh, man. It's too bad Lou's not on. Um, this one is for you, Mr. Lou, the Loremaster on Ice.
6: <clears throat> Hello, gentlemen. From Axel Greenwolf, a.k.a. Consuela. Not my real name, but what I go by. Been listening to your podcast as of recent and find it a great way to pass the time and have some good laughs along with you.
0: God, it's so creepy!
6: I, I have a fun question for you all. Out of all the Elder Scrolls games you've played, in what game did you find your favorite fight? Lastly, the Jadric Prince... I would follow is here seen. Why? Because of his blessing, of course, and all of the fools I could ever wish to hunt. Now, again, love listening to the podcast, guys. Keep up the great work. And if Shank read this, you're all wankers (laughs) now.
4: I don't think
1: I am. you know what that email said?
3: (laughs) I was watching Joe the entire time. He literally (laughs) would look like he was dying. (laughs) (sighs) All right. All right. Yeah. What was the question? I don't don't even know. I don't either. I'm rereading (laughs) the email right now.
2: The question was, which of our... uh, What's our favorite fight for many of the Elder Scrolls games?
3: Uh, That's easy. Beating up the beggars in the Imperial City you bully
6: nah, nah.
1: <laughs> easy yeah but this one kind of costs back to my favorite dungeon labyrinthian and that's using a slow time shout on every single skeleton and the dragon skeleton Cut. before the slow time shout finished
0: uh, in Skyrim it was mirak not not necessarily for for the challenge if there was or was not one in place for me didn't matter just the lead up to that fight knowing like this guy is pretty much my nemesis right now and I can't wait to just punch him straight in the face like that, that whole lead up, the whole story arc, the whole lead up and then fighting him going one on one and then beating his nose into the ground was great
1: <laughs> oh it.
0: man yeah, it's a miracle
1: I owned you, bit
4: <laughs> <Wow>.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's how I felt right. too.
4: <clears throat>
2: you know, I'm gonna have to go with Joe and say that one of my favorite fights in the game has to do with the dragon Shell, And uh mine is Mercer Frey and using my uh oral whisper. Because it's hilarious to watch him try to go invisible, then shoot him in the face while he's looking at you.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Well, Alex Grimwolf, I guess we're all wankers. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, all of us. <laughs> oh, well. Yep. All right. little bit <laughs> last we have going on here. Um, let me see. Yeah, oh, we got the mod thing there. We do. We do. And I think that's what we're going to get into right now. Ah, very good, very good. Uh, so, crafting table is going
0: to be a little bit different from now on, but here is what you're used to. Here's an awesome, awesome mod, guys, that I would like everyone to actually check out. This is called uh, Undead Races. I know this one. Oh, you've done this? I play with it for a little while, yeah. Uh, by WDog. I found this on uh, the Steam Workshop, and it says that Undead Races adds a playable undead version... Of all existing playable races in Skyrim, this mod uses the Undead FX effect on the player in order to achieve a fairly unique and awesome Undead look. Each race includes all of the original abilities plus the new Undead perks and abilities. The screenshots of the Undead races can be found above in alphabetical order. There are pros and cons to being Undead. Stats include 100% resistance. Disease resistance, 100% poison resistance, 50% resistance to frost, water breathing, 50% healing from restoration spells, food is not effective for undead players, potions still work for undead players, but not food and drinks, you have a 50% weakness to fire, an undead health drain ability, To make up for the food and healing. It also includes Soul Trap. And he's got an update on here as well. That ability now uses Destruction Apprentice perks. And here's some miscellaneous features as well. The occasional comment. On your rather grisly looking undead status. This was something I felt. That was missing from other undead mods. And I may add it in the future. Depending on. Uh, What the critics say and request Uh, This could include everyone Not undead simply hating you But because this could be Increasingly annoying I'm leaving it up to Your requests. so guys if you want The uh, You know uh, the denizens of Skyrim To to, uh, Say you're undead and and grotesque Looking so uh, let this guy know (laughs) Future features uh, Consuming souls in soul gems To heal may be coming out in The past so again that is Undead Races by W Dog.
1: Uh, Joe, you? you said you tried this out, right? Yes, I did. How is it? It's actually really cool. I'm, one thing about that, when you play an undead character from this mod, mm-hmm. you stock up on potions. That's the only way you're going to really heal yourself. Okay. Trying to heal yourself with a restoration spell is not even worth it with fifty percent reduction. But it's really cool, actually. The different effects you get with it, you did a great job in this mod.
0: Cool. Yay! Uh, here's what you're not used to Here's the brand new tip for our crafting table oh. Mod challenge of the week Oh yeah yeah Now here's, here's how this is going to go Because I tweaked it a little bit from the last time you heard um, The mod challenge is for one host Only for that week And I pick it live on the air So one of you guys is going to have to do this challenge uh, I announce who the challenge is for And then the host clicks the link I put in the show notes here to see what the mod actually is and the host has until the next show to install it and try out the mod. So you guys ready? Let's do it. All right. Are
1: we going to say what it is or we just wait till next week?
0: No. What you're going to do <clears throat> is the, the person I pick to to be involved in the challenge for the week is going to read off what the mod is when they click on the link. Okay. Okay? All right. Dave, you're up this week. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> So go ahead. Click on that link. Okay. All right. Now he's he's getting he's getting he's opening up a web page right now to uh, the the Steam Workshop. Okay. Okay. So what do you got there in front of you? What's what's the uh, what's the mod that you have to try out?
2: Welcome to Google, please. Oh no,
0: hang on. Wrong
2: <laughs> tab. Okay. Uh, White Run Treasure Map by Ayapana Seven. White Run Treasure Map. Yes. All right. Now read the description on the bottom there says this mod adds a treasure map to BellaThor's general goods in White Run. The map will tell you what to do next. Have fun.
3: I'm actually like incredibly jealous of you, Dave.
2: I just did something like this in Minecraft. I think this is uh my karma coming back
4: <laughs> at. <it. laughs>
0: So when you download the mod, it's going to add a treasure map into Bellathor's Goods. Now, when you you take a look at the pictures here, you'll see the first picture all the way to the left. They show you what it looks like. It's it's a little book. Uh, you get it from Bellathor out in White Run. It's uh, apparently at the value is 34 uh, gold, and it's called the the White uh, White Run Treasure Map. And then you open it up, and it basically takes you on a uh,
3: on a wild goose chase throughout Skyrim. I think so. I might get this myself, and just because I this is this looks sick.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you other if the rest of you guys want to do it, that's cool. But like Dave, yeah, has yeah. To- <laughs> it's mine. None of them can do it. <laughs> Fine. So there you go, <laughs> uh, listeners. If if you decide to to do this challenge as well, uh, let us know. Send us a tweet. Send us an email. Maybe some pictures. Tell us what you think of it. You know, I think it'd be a I think it'd be a lot of fun. But Dave has to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right we're gonna ch- touch on something really quick before we end the show and i'm too loud there we go we're gonna touch on something really quick before we end the show tonight and that's going to be a little twitter thing that we pulled out and it was um
0: yeah hold on a second here yeah, let me uh, see if i can extract it from twitter
1: yeah the uh, twitter question yeah what concerns you the most regarding eso or tes yeah so
3: as we wait
0: we had a we had a bunch of good uh, good questions on this as well.
3: I read them. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure if the hosts were, we're allowed gonna... to respond to that tweet, but I, I did anyway. <laughs> no, we weren't because we we're going to be so, live on the uh, air. Noob. This
0: this comes from uh, Mace71, who says he is most concerned whether it will be a monthly sub as I could not afford it.
1: I think that's a big concern for a lot of people, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would agree. Great question. I'm really yeah. hoping we'll get an announcement on E3, like a release date and possibly what the model is going to be. You think so, Joe? You think E3 is going to be the day for that? It would be a great way for them to do it. Um, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. No, because NMX, they kind of follow their own rules. So, I mean, we could be waiting up to tell PAX Prime before that. Yeah. It, it, you know, honestly, when I think about it, they are more about the player than they are about the um, the media. So, mm-hmm. the biggest player avenue would be PAX Prime, and that's where mm-hmm. I think that information would come out.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I could, I could see that's a that. a good point, man. You know, I wouldn't be surprised
0: if they launched with both models. We have a free to play model, and here's a sub. A sub model.
1: I would love to like see a, a hybrid. hybrid. Yeah. yeah, I'm willing to pay for it either way. Yeah. My wallet opens in a max. Heel uh, versus Babyface.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, says, <laughs> how the game is going to hold me as a player at max level? Yeah, I think that that has yet to really be revealed. I know PvP, uh, you start at level 10 and it should be, you know, uh, a lot of what you do at end game. But they also said that they haven't really revealed anything regarding their large... Player PVE content at end game. Now they, they're not calling it rating, but they are saying that they will have uh, large, large group PVE content at the end game. So whatever that means, we have yet, yet to yet to see it. So let's see. Uh, David J says, "Being able to quest cooperatively without actually being in a group." Yeah, seen it. Yeah, I don't think this is. I mean, I understand his concern, but I mean, we've seen this. This isn't, this isn't not, this is a non-issue.
2: Yep. Complete non-issue. It it really is. I mean, even it's such a non-issue. Why would you, what's the point of not being in a group either? It's like ridiculously easy. You have to be friends with
6: them.
1: Yeah. All right. I think they're going to wrap it up with that Mm -hmm. and move on to our final thoughts. Gentlemen. I'm having more withdrawals of Elder Scrolls Online. Just release it already. Please. Please. I'm tired of waiting. You, <clears throat> uh
0: Great show. Thanks, uh, Chatroom, for hanging out with us. Sorry Lou wasn't able to be here. Really missed this lore segment. Um, yeah. That's uh, looking forward to getting my next piece of the Knights of the Nine quest drawing close to, uh,
1: the, to the close. Well, you went through the biggest pain in the neck one. So yeah, you're, you really smooth did. Smooth sailing from there.
0: Mm. That almost makes me sad.
3: It really shouldn't. Trust me, the payoff, especially for a, a player like you, uh, knowing your play style, it's worth it.
1: Raphael asks, good game or early release, Joe? Both. Dang it. No reason they couldn't do both. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dave. Oh. I'm wondering how big this is to download and install this this White Run Treasure map. <laughs> this thing's gonna have me going everywhere, isn't it? Probably. Probably just White Run. It could be just White Run. That'd be nifty. <laughs> if you have a if you
0: have a logistic problem with it, Dave, let me know and I'll uh, you know, we'll we'll tweak things. Even if
2: I don't, I'm gonna complain about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
3: <laughs> and Shank. <laughs> Um, I said it at the top of the show, but this uh, uh, developing my behind-the-scenes video regarding the exploration gathering plus their um, newest question and answer, um, I'm going to say it, it, it was easily my favorite um, you know, pieces of information that I've received from Zoss yet. It because what they spoke to was my playstyle and seeing I, I felt like they were, you know, directly speaking to people like me and it makes me very, very happy. And all I gotta say is provisioner shank. Nice. Yeah,
1: that uh questionnaire was very enlightening. Alright guys, how to reach us. Ivarwan, do you think we can go a little bit faster with it this time? Sure, how to reach us, guys. Elder Scrolls <laughs> Off the Record.com is our website. QuestGamingNetwork.com
0: Network.com is the website for our portal and our network. If you want to send the show an email, go to Elder the Record at Gmail dot com. YouTube.com forward slash Elder Scrolls O T R is our YouTube page. Sorry, guys, I haven't updated in a while. YouTube.com forward slash Quest Gaming Network is the only place you'll find Totally Heroes QGN's weekly video newscast starring Our network news director, Joe Bradford, and QGN staff writers, Brian Armstrong and Shank. Every single week, they bring you awesomeness in the general gaming category. Don't forget about our $10 mentions. Guild, guys, this is going to be for you later on. But right now, it's going to be fantastic if you want to get that word out about whatever it is and whatever you want across the internet. Where to listen to us? iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Zoom. Yes, that old thing. RSS Feed. Pick it up off of our website, elderscrollsofftherecord.com, and plug it into your favorite podcast reader. Found on our website, you can get all of our episode posts. We recommend Podkicker or RSS Demon from the Google Play Store. Don't forget our other shows, Minecraft Off the Record, live Sundays at 7 p.m. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Follow us on Twitter at Elder Scrolls Off the Record at Elder Scrolls O-T-R. Joe is at the widget at W-I-G-I-T. I'm a when You can reach me at Evarwin E-V-A-R Lou, Lou's not here. Sorry you're not here. Lou, GamerGuy 11 bgamergui G-A-M-E-R, G-U-I-1-1B, Dave is at D-Inforce, D-I-E-N, F-O-R-C-E at D-Inforce, and Shanks at Shank the Tank, S-H-A-N-K, T-H, T-A-N-K. And leave off the E for savings on
1: Pumice Stone. Yes. Yes. That was the most impressive of <laughs> the reaches. Oh, yes.
4: <laughs> Dude, and I am
1: breathing. I am bowing <laughs> at your epicness. <laughs> Alright guys, that's what's out the record is a quest gaming network production, and I just want to say, foosraw you all, next week. Take care everyone. Be safe. May the force be with you.
2: <laughs> Light reveal you, everyone. Who's Rota, y'all?
0: Ben from Texas. How come you did not send us this email like even an hour before the show? Howdy. As I have listened to your, to your podcast over the last few weeks... I have had an awakening and discovered a deep-seated hatred of Argonians burning inside me. <laughs>
3: Bro Seal of the Week goes to this guy <laughs> right here.
0: My, my original playthroughs of Marwind, I took pity on the strange lizards with bat-shaped ears and to stick up their butt and tried to free every slave I found. They usually were not very grateful and more often than not wasted my time and nearly got me killed every Argonian I have met since has been utterly worthless.
6: Yes!
0: According to lore, they are basically a bunch of tree-hugging sap addicts
6: yes! <laughs> yes! who... Yes! just hippies! They're just hippies! <clears throat> they're just hippies. <clears throat> ...who
0: kicked the Dunmer when they were down when Red Mountain erupted and decimated Marwind. Come on. Even the Nords put aside centuries of bad blood and offered them refuge.
4: Hey, Joe. Hmm?
2: We'd hurry and whitelist Brad for our server.
0: Shank, (laughs) you have inspired me to set a goal to kill every Argonian I come across in Oblivion and Skyrim until ESO arrives. Then I look forward to helping you reduce their slimy numbers in Cyrodiil. (laughs) That is the best email ever.
3: (laughs) This guy... This guy, I'm going to directly respond to him right now.
0: Oh, wait, hold on, Oh It gets even better. He says, In all seriousness, I have never thought about disliking anyone other than <laughs> Fargoth from Morrowind and the adoring fan from Oblivion. So, thank you for helping me get a role-playing mindset for being in the Dominion and actually disliking the other factions. Shadow Haiju, Ben from Texas, aka Swarly the Khajiit Sorcerer, ESOTR guild member. P.S., Shank, I saw your desktop and saw you take some screenshots during one of the recorded live streams. Super sweet, dude. As a console TES player, I have never had that opportunity. Would you be willing to share some of your wallpaper screenshots with me so my desktop can look shanktastic?
3: Mr. Ben from Texas. I will gladly enlist you in my army to slaughter the Argonians in Cyrodiil. We will march upon Argonia and claim it back for us, the Shank. Dominion. Shank, you have a fan. <laughs> Thank you for my, for my fan club, as in literally a club of one fan. <laughs> of this dude. You are, we will slaughter Argonians together, sir. I'm going to directly respond to this email. I think this because- is the first email to ever make it in the outtakes. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Her milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and, and they like, I- it's better than
4: yours. Dude, damn
6: right.
0: I'm not wearing the right shirt with these shoes.
2: I... I'm I'm okay for going on video. I I, I need to warn y'all that I'm exceptionally naked.
3: Damn it, d- me too. Damn it, Dave.
0: Does that mean you finally shaved all that chest hair?
1: Remember, we're keeping this show PG, uh, so
3: let's keep that webcam off. Yeah. Well, it's okay. I can. Uh, d- we'll, we'll talk later.
0: Although, uh, if you want Dave to do his cousin It impression, it might be a good idea to
1: turn that on. And say, yeah. Well, the kids might like him because he looked like Fonzie, but we don't. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Wait, so am I seriously the only one that shaves for stealth? Seriously? There's
0: nothing more <laughs> breathtaking than a shorn scrotum. Sweet.
3: <laughs>
4: so
0: so Shank, I think I think the next question coming out of E3 for all for all hardware developers is gonna be, can it run Commodus? <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's gonna be it. Uh NVIDIA is literally going to have a, like a booth set up. So here's Crisis 3 and then a when, or, or Bradford or Brian slowly raise their hand. Yeah, but can it run Cometis?
0: Can, can it run Cometis? <laughs> They're like, oh, shh, <laughs> We weren't prepared for that, guys. Larry Herb's head just sinks off his shoulders again.
2: Do <laughs> no. we have an update from Java? <laughs> You're not that advanced. <laughs> oh. See us next year.
0: We understand that there are some things that PCs are capable of that we just weren't able to build into our new, our new console, like Cometis. <laughs> 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 just
4: have Bradford interrupt him every time.
0: <laughs> C- Commodus is going to be one of those things. It's just not coming to console, guys. It's you know,
3: guys. Right now, chat room hashtag. Yeah, but can it run Cometis right it run now? Run Cometis. You know what? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing I'm it. Doing th- it. Th-
4: we're